Are you ready? Yo. It's time, time to separate the men from the boys. boys. And get down to the business of sport right here on the world famous Ginger's Perspective. Hello and welcome. You're listening to another edition of MMA Uncaged right here on the Ginger's Perspective. Check it out on csduplicy.co.za. And we're looking back at UFC 202 and what a box office hit Conor McGregor has been for the UFC. And a five-round showpiece that really was a barn burner. Joining me as always, the MMA authority, Justin Ferrier. Justin, talking about UFC 202, I mean, there were some special moments. Uh, We'll get to Conor McGregor, Nate Diaz in in a bit, but tell us, what was your highlight of UFC 202? You know, three points for me. I mean, it was mostly on the main card. Uh, Rumble Johnson knocking out Glover Teixeira in 13 seconds with an uppercut from space. <laughs> it was unbelievable. Um, he's going to be fighting Daniel Cormier for the, for the title next. Then Cowboy Cerrone throws a four-shot combo that spun Rick Story around. It was unbelievable. And quite interesting, it was, it was Cowboy's last fight on contract, under contract with the UFC. And he's now a free agent. He did say afterwards that he wants to fight for the UFC next again. Yeah. But Bellator has come in and offered him three hundred and fifty grand in dollars, um, compared to eighty five thousand dollars. <laughs> uh, win or lose, nothing to sneeze Bellator. at. Nothing to nothing sneeze, to sneeze at. at. So I think the UFC can have to put some money together because he's a good seller for them. Definitely. Uh, in terms of Anthony Johnson and his next fight, I mean, we touched on the Glover Teixeira. I mean, could it possibly be John Jones in an eliminator that that's on the cards? Both Daniel Cormier and Rubble Johnson have said no. They're not interested in John Jones. They want to fight each other next. Uh, they're not interested in John. John can step aside and he can wait. Oh wow! So they've they've both agreed. They've both spoken very respectfully about each other. Mm-hmm. There's been no slander of any kind, but they've respectfully essentially called each other out. Wow! Can't wait for that one. That will be very interesting. Let's talk about the man you met. In Ireland, you spent a little bit of time in the gym. You were at uh, the UFC in Rotterdam. I mean, in terms of Conor McGregor, he really is box office. I mean, the way this guy has has drawn crowds, his smack talk, he's, he's come around, he's, he's beaten Nate Diaz after one of the, the sort of most anticipated rematches, if I can put it that way. And I mean, this guy is box office. I can't say it enough. He's money for the UFC. You know, being at the UFC in, in Rotterdam, I'm not kidding when I tell you that every second shirt was a Conor McGregor shirt. Everybody loved and he wasn't anywhere on the card. Incredible. It, he, he is such a seller for them, and he's worth his weight in gold for them. He, he just, he, people that don't know fighting are interested. They're speaking about MMA for him. The, the value that he's added is unbelievable. We, had a, we host a little, here in Durban, we had a little a viewing party at 4 a.m. Uh, in a bar. And uh, we had about 130 people there also. Wow. And it, w- it was crazy. At 4 a.m. in the pouring rain, ice cold weather, people are standing there. Have it, we had a breakfast thing. Um, and, and the funny thing that stood out for me was that only half of the faces were fighting people they wanted to see. And, and people that you would never really see in, in fighting circles. Everybody wants to see Conor McGregor. He's a massive seller for them. You must know how... how attractive conor mcgregor is to a crowd in durban 
who we all know when it rains in Durban, no one ventures out. To go and watch him at 4am, that says something for you. But what, what did you take out of that fight? Because five rounds, it was absolutely fantastic. And Diaz continued to come forward, even though he was taking proper punishment. It was, it was one of those fights where, like, I've got goosebumps now thinking about it. It was, it was unbelievable to watch because he put him down in the first and the second. Then the tables turned. Then Connor was getting hard in the third. And it was, it, it was unbelievable. What stood out for me was hard. He, he, he didn't give up. I mean, he was, he was gassed. There was something that was wrong externally. He must have been. I know that he hurt his shin, etc. But something sapped his energy in the third. Uh, whether it was strikes from from Nate or, or, or over training, there was something that was happening that wasn't normal. Yeah. Because he shouldn't have guessed because he fought very efficiently. He didn't rush. He didn't want to engage. On the ground, like he did, he rushed last time. He picked Nate apart. But that, something happened in the third round where he guessed and it just, I thought, this is the end. Yeah. And he managed to pull it through. Three rounds to two. I've watched it again. The judges got it right. Uh, great calling by them. Great refereeing not to stop it when when... Connor was against the ropes. Yeah. And it's the biggest thing is that it's made for an epic third fight. Well, they're going to make even more money because they're going to make as well. They're going to make rockets. T- tell me, are we going to see that anytime soon? Has Dana White said anything regarding the trilogy? Dana White has snubbed it and said, uh, for now, but that could all be marketing. He said he wants him to go and defend his belt against Aldo, which is what fight if people want to see now. If you're a Connor hater, you're going to say he'll never do that because he's scared. And if you're a Conor lover, you're going to say he's going to fight where he wants to. Yeah. Um, I do think that for his legacy, he must silence the critics and beat Aldo again. It will be a tough ask because Aldo is probably a better fighter than him all round. Um, he just, he got caught on the night he got beat. I mean, you can say nothing. I'm a huge Conor fan, but if you're going to go strength for strength, Aldo is probably better. And it, it's it's dangerous for, for Connor because he may lose that other fight because Elder's not going to rush in like he did the first time. And we, we all know that McGregor's ego is uh, is quite large, so um, he's not going to be running away from that fight, that's for sure. That, that'll be interesting. Well, he won't. No, he won't. He'll do what, he'll, he'll do what suits him, though. He, he will... It is... What we must remember, this is the Connor McGregor show. It is. He, he will do what suits him. And uh, obviously, he's, he's, he's got bosses, etc. But any move he makes is in the public eye and it sells for them. So wherever he fights is a seller. It's regardless of weight categories. I just love the fact that he's come in and he's brought... I mean, he's a quality fighter, there's no doubt. And and we can sing his praises. You know, he's got the the smack talk. But I love the fact that straight after the fight, he tweets, oh, uh, post-fight party here, this venue. Then there's a pool party tomorrow if you're not cool enough. Come with me. Tickets here. I mean, he knows how to make money and get people talking about him. He's a money generator. That's um, can you imagine being in Vegas? A how amazing it would have been, and then B in Dublin. It must have been crazy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the Irishmen love a beer regardless. Can you imagine that their national hero won, and it would have been epic. Yeah. But, but I, I did read something today actually that that showed the earnings. He got three million dollars to show. I think he got close to twelve million dollars in pay per view shares. Wow. Like commission agents. If wow. they sell a lot, they get a lot of money. Of course. Um, $250,000 from Reebok to wear their uniform, $50,000 fight bonus. And then at the end of it, they said that they estimate that he earned about $250,000 in appearance money at the after party. 
So none of that was by accident. No, not that a chance. Predetermined that was he's going to go and earn. I mean, that's huge money. That's four million rand to go and show your face and have a glass of champagne and everybody shout your praises. I'll take that. Definitely. Now it's quite interesting. Um, we'll wrap up two o two now. But Nate Diaz facing uh, a bit of an investigation from the anti-doping authorities because he was vaping. Uh, Shall we say marijuana, cannabis, Zulu rosemary, whatever you want to call it, at the yeah. press conference afterwards? That's probably why he was on he'd space. He was in space with some of those rants that we was trying to do afterwards. Yeah, you know, I, I, I've thought about that, and I thought to myself, surely he wouldn't be that blasé about it. Maybe it was just one of those vaping pens with a, a flavored sort of cherry tobacco type flavor. <laughs> and maybe what he was doing was there was nothing illegal in there because he's going to get tested. You saw it as yeah. after him for that. Yeah. Maybe it was just a sponsorship thing. <laughs> and, he, and he pulled the pull over, pulled the wool over everyone's eyes. Maybe. But but who knows? You know, it's uh, unfortunately, I take nothing away from his performance. He was unbelievable. It was great to watch. It was back and forth. It was unbelievable. But I do get from the press conference that went to Ra, I do get the feeling that he's been misdirected by his older brother. Yeah. And I, I, I don't like that. I don't like anybody being a puppet for anything. Uh, Nate's a, a superstar in his own right and doesn't need... He needs guidance, yeah. but he doesn't need uh, misleading. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, maybe, maybe it is time for change in the Diaz camp. Who knows? We'll have to see. Let's move along. UFC on Fox 21. It's August the 27th, just a few days away. Gareth McClellan is in action. So South Africa's UFC fighter takes on Alessio Di Chirico. That's going to be interesting in Vancouver. Your thoughts uh, on the fight ahead? I mean, uh, Gareth coming off that loss against um, Magnus, you know, he's he's lacking maybe in a little bit of confidence going into this one. Yeah, um, he would have. Oh, I've had a chat with him. He would have changed a few things. Um, you probably look for him to come out firing a little bit harder than he does with this more relaxed approach. He will try maybe fire it up a bit. I had a look at the betting, and he is the underdog. Um, very difficult for me to be objective on this because he's a friend. Cool. He's South African. We want him to win. But there's a little bit of value with him at, at 17 to 10 if you have a if you have a bet. If you double it with the, with the main card event, I, I'm going to go with, for my bet, I'm going to go with Damien Maia. They're both even... Uh, even odds, mm-hmm. Damien Maia and Carlos under both uh, nine to ten. I'm going to say I'm going to say Damien Maia because he's riding a five-fight win streak and he's got probably the best grappling for MMA in the world. Okay, um, two big wins behind him. Um, I, I would say I would go that double. I'd go Gareth and I would go I would go Damien Maia. That'll should give you about four to one. So I'm not hugely confident on it, but it might be worth having a little double. Keep it interesting. Is he under pressure going into this fight, uh, considering where he is in his career and, and 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 how he's come along in the UFC? Yeah, of course. You, whenever you lose, you know the UFC fires you even if you don't, even if you win and you don't perform. Um, Gareth's very fortunate that he's talented, eh? And the crowd, he this crowd responds very well to him. When he was in Dublin and he won, the crowd loved him, and and they want people like that. They want polarizing figures. That invoke emotion, that, that evoke emotion from, uh, from from spectators, and which Gareth does. But yes, there'll always be pressure, and a lot of pressure from himself. You know, Gareth kind of feels that he's got the whole of South Africa on his shoulders, and I was like, hey, bro, you know, just, your, your people will love you, your nation will love you, regardless. Just get out there and enjoy it. Like, it's important to A, win, but do it for yourself and your family, and you know, South Africa, will, you, you'll always be representing the country, does it? But don't feel that pressure, you know what I mean? Yeah. What I like about Gareth, he's he's one of the genuine nice guys that is in the sports of, of MMA, and 
you know, he's a nice, clean-cut, so well, apart from his beard, obviously, but, you know, he's a, he's a great role model, I think, for MMA, and I think he bucks the trend a little bit, which is great, and we'll have to see how he goes, uh, of course, in uh, that next UFC on Fox, Fox 21, so we'll see what happens there. Just, just one last thing. Uh, for people who want to watch it, yeah. he's just been bumped up from the early prelims, which were on Fight Pass, and then he's been bumped up uh, to to the Fox, the, the prelims, because there's two sets of prelims. He's been bumped up from the first one to the second one. Okay. Which means it may not be available on Fight Pass if, if the fans have got it. Sure. But it will be. What we've done is we've got set, Star Set, and we get it from Fox Sports Africa. And then you can so get it. So he'll be fighting around about the midnight mark, so it's a, a respectable time. August 27th, all the way in Vancouver. Good luck to Gareth Soldier Boy, McClellan, Justin Ferrer. Thanks for your time.